The Pepper and Dylan Show. Kiss 91.7. This is all right. Pepper and Dylan, yeah, you hear them on the radio. They've been together since about 14 years ago. You must be here because you got nowhere else to go. No. Thanks for tuning in to the After Show Show. Welcome to the After Show Show. Today is Wednesday, August 26th. Thanks for joining us. Please rate and subscribe. Yes. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, if not, you know, just shut it off and don't ever say anything. Uh, at any given moment, uh, the phone's going to ring and we're going to go live with uh, a guy named Ron McGill and we're just kind of assembling all these animal questions that we have for him. He is, um, and we didn't even know this until we started looking into it. Um, I've just heard him give interviews and I thought he's fascinating and his depth of knowledge is incredible so um and we may recap some of this when he comes on you know you know butter him up that's that's interview 101 interview skills you know okay. butter somebody up and then ask him about the tragedies in their life right uh but anyway he uh he's he's incredibly well decorated right like he's got like you said he's a, an animal photographer and he's won awards and oh absolutely i mean he is he's one of the best photographers for, well he i would say he's the best for animal photography he's right. an award-winning photographer documentary uh, producer has images that appeared in publications and galleries around the world, including the Smithsonian Museum of Natural History. Mm-hmm. Like he's pretty incredible when it comes to photography. He's also like a Nikon I- ambassador, like the the camera company. Right. He's one of their ambassadors for that. Uh, if you go and you look, he's international programs from National Geographic Explorer to the Today Show, Good Morning America. Like he's everywhere. Yeah. CNN, Morning Daylight. Like he's just the guy that people go to. The the, the wildlife analyst everywhere. Um, I, he strikes me from the conversation. I've only communicated with him over email, but he strikes me as somebody who might be quite punctual. Punctual. So hopefully, in the next two minutes, uh, he will be here and he will be on time. Robbie's got some Bigfoot questions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that he wants to ask him about animals. I'd like to just generally kind of get into, you know, how because we have a real obsession with animals on this show. So much. Since the day we started, we've always had an obsession with animals. Just questions about animals. Uh, sounds that animals make yeah. and everything in between. Um, so if like, how, how do, if you're a kid and you're fascinated, you grow up fascinated by animals, how do you become somebody who travels around the world as like a goodwill ambassador for zoos? Yeah, you know? I mean, that's, it's such a neat job that he has. Yeah. I want to know, at some point ask him as well, like, because he has traveled everywhere. Where is the coolest place on the planet? Like this guy's going to know, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's actually going to be able to tell us. One of my questions was the opposite. What? Like the most bug infested place that you okay. never want to uh, visit. Okay. Like I don't want to spend thousands of dollars to go to Costa Rica. Right. Just to find out it's covered in insects. <laughs> well, that's, that's a good point. point. That's a good point though. You're right. So. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? I've always wanted to go to Costa Rica. That's the Rica, problem but. with what he does with the photography. That's the problem with all these documentaries that we see. You see all these amazing looking places. You're like, I got to go there. Mm-hmm. But it's just a still picture. Mm-hmm. It doesn't right. show you all the bugs and all the crap. Well, all the work that goes into getting that perfect picture as oh, well. Oh, my you goodness. You should see. There's some some uh, documentaries on Netflix, the behind the scenes of the making of some of these shows. Yeah. Oh, incredible what they have to do. Like what how- Disney has right now, if, if you have the Disney Plus right now, they're taking you. It's very, very cool through all like the major parks of the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's showing you all that. Like, That's oh cool. my goodness, I love any of those as well. Any so of fascinating. those, those. It's so neat, and I like the ones that actually show the killings. Is that weird to me? 
No, because um, it's real. Because I hate the ones that are like they they turn away or shy away from showing like animals rip other animals apart. It's I so love, sad when you see that though. No, but I love it. Like I I get so mad when I'm watching the chase. Like when the wolf gets the rabbit kind of thing. Yeah, and then they oh. don't show it. I want to see it being uh, ripped apart limb from limb. I oh, really do. Boy. I don't know why, but I just that's all. Oh. It's the payoff. One one of our mutual friends posted on Facebook because she saw a skunk eating a baby bunny. Alive from behind and the sounds it made. Ooh. It's terrible. Oh my God. <laughs> and you want to see that kind of stuff? I just, when I'm watching the chase, I want to watch the entire chase. I don't want it to, at the end, when the eagle goes down to get whatever the eagle's about to eat, I don't want it to didn't go show me a sky scene. And, and let me fill in the blanks. I want to know exactly what it looks like. Mm. I know that's horrible, but it's what I'm watching for. And Disney does a great job because it's National Geographic. Right. So it, it is. Uh, so I, cool. It's very graphic. <laughs> yeah, I, I would guess. I don't know if, yeah, if it were just Disney, it would show the, the you know, it would skip all of sure. all of that. Absolutely, I Although imagine. Disney really went after kids' hearts with Lion King, man. Mm-hmm. They really took a risk on but that one. They showed Mufasa dying. I know. That's true. You need to see that stuff. Well, mm-hmm. no, not to, wait, not just Lion King, though, because they did Bambi, Bambi man. Yeah. And Bam- I, Bambi haunted me as a child. Like, haunted me. My dad took me to Bambi. <laughs> and I remember thinking, well, that's weird. Dad's taking me to a, a movie about a deer. Okay, let's go watch this. It was like my first experience going to like movies, I think. Mm-hmm. If not movies, then like going to a Disney movie. <laughs> and he took me to Bambi. And I remember, and I can't, I haven't watched it since because it scarred me so much. Like, honest to God, I haven't watched it since. Do, so maybe I have the order of the movie wrong, but there's a fire in the beginning, right? Or is the, the fire, fire at the, the end? I think the fire... The I, hunter kills the mom? Is hunter that what kills the mom, fire at the end? Mm-hmm. Is that it? Hunter kills the mom, and then does the fire kill everybody at the end? I, I, I think that's up to interpretation. Like, I know it's supposed to be, you know, man is evil, and, you know, right, the humans are what's destroying kind of like Mother Nature, right. et cetera, et cetera. I know that's the message, but my God, I was six. Yeah. It's a lot to take in as a six-year-old. He's up with the heavy-handedness, okay? I'll give you, I'll give you <laughs> like, feed this all to me, right? That's true. Um, but, I, yeah, I think that's what it is, right? The m- mom has gives Bambi, gives birth to Bambi. And major spoilers here, by the and way. And then gets killed. Well, I, I mean, how old is Bambi? I think, yeah, I think 50s, we're past. Maybe yeah. 60s? Bambi gets shot by a hunter. Bambi fires or No, Bambi's him. mom, sorry, gets shot by a hunter. In front of Bambi. In, right. That's right. the problem. In, in front of a young Bambi as well, right? Oh, man, yeah. So and then Bambi's sitting there like, what the hell do I do now? Mom just got shot. 1942 was Lugged away to get cut up into steaks. And then so it makes friends with this rabbit. Boy, I like the rabbit. Thumper. Mm, yeah. I like Thumper, right? Cute. So it makes friends with Thumper. Kind of to get by in life. Oh, we got a call from Florida. Do we have a call from Florida? I bet you I know who that is. I'll recap the rest of Bambi coming up here. So, (laughs) good morning. Is is this Ron? This is Ron. Oh, Ron McGill. Thank you very much for joining us. We're already recording, so we're good to go if you are. Sure, absolutely. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Again, we were just recapping Bambi while we were kind of filibustering (laughs) for you to come on here. And Bambi was a horrifying movie. It was. It was tragic. (laughs) Bambi was a tragic movie. I mean, everybody looks at Bambi as this happy little fawn, you know, with a butterfly in its nose, bouncing through the forest, and they don't hear the horrific beginning of that movie. But they killed his mom, right? We're right on that. They (laughs) shot, Hunter shot Bambi's mom, right? Yes. Okay. And then there's a fire end to wrap it all up, like like they needed to throw a little salt in the wounds and burn the forest down. 
Yes. Absolutely horrific. Horrific. Um, so, listen, Ron, I, I've been listening to you on a podcast that I listened to for a long, long, long time, and I have a great deal of admiration for the way you can answer questions and your depth of knowledge. But what I haven't done until uh, Dylan, sitting across from me, researched is how, how decorated you are as, like, what is your role? For somebody listening to this, what is your position in, in your career? What would you call yourself? Well, you know... My official title is Goodwill Ambassador Communications Director. But, you know, basically I'm just a talking head for the zoo now. I started 40 years ago as a zookeeper, and I became the lead keeper, then I became the senior keeper, then I became a, a zoological supervisor, assistant curator, just a bunch of positions kind of working up the ladder until I just basically became the spokesperson for the zoo. And, uh, you know, that, that kind of dovetailed into a bunch of other things. I do a lot of television documentary work, uh, a lot of public speaking. I'm also... Uh, very much into photography, wildlife photography. So I'm a Nikon ambassador, a U.S. Nikon ambassador, which is a huge privilege that I covet a lot. Um, and, and, you know, listen, I've been really lucky. You know why? Because it's changing a little bit now. But when I started, most people worked with animals because they didn't want to work with people. Uh, mm. And you'll find that a lot of people who work with animals are, are somewhat introverts. You know, they feel more open. They feel more outgoing when they're around animals. They feel safe around animals. They get a little bit intimidated when it comes to things like public speaking and things like that, which fortunately for me was never an issue. So that was kind of job security for me to be able to, uh, you know, to, to, to describe the things that happen at the zoo and try to connect people with stories. And you're, an, a storyteller. Oh, and you're an Emmy Award winner. Is that correct? You know, yeah, that's... Is that nothing like, to you? Ah, he's a very <laughs> humble. He's very <laughs> no, humble. Whatever. Well, you know, Emmy awards are subjective. You know, I've, I've got, I've been able, very, very fortunate to win six things in my career. 